All right. Thank you so much for joining us for today's episode of Chamber Chatter. My name is Ashley Demuth, and I have the pleasure of serving as CEO for the Menominee Area Chamber and Visitor Center. Uh, we do hope that you are tuning into our Chamber Chatter, talking about all things uh, here in Menominee that involve the Chamber as well as our Visitor Center and what tourism is doing in the area. Today, I have some special guests with me. We kind of have a full room, which is really exciting. Um, I have Lowell Prangy, City Administrator for the City of Menominee. Mr. Randy Kanak, Mayor of Menominee, and John Craning, owner of Synergy Retirement Planning Strategies, who serves as the chair of the committee and the program that we'll be talking about today. So thank you so much for joining me, everyone. Nice thank to be you. here, Ashley. Thank you. Um, so today's episode, we are focusing in on a special program here in Menominee that you you may not know about, um, but we hope that you do uh, and that you're familiar with it. If not, we'll be giving you some insights and some information about how you can help promote this program as well as potentially get involved yourself. So uh, one of the things that we talk about as a chamber uh, very specifically is workforce, workforce development, um, and talent attraction is something that has been at the table, especially uh, since the pandemic, talking about what does that talent attraction look like? And there's a lot of myths out there about the workforce challenges in our community, across the U.S., and um, the plain fact of the matter is there are less people in the workforce now than there used to be. We have baby boomers who are retiring out. Uh, we have folks that are feeding into like the entrepreneur aspect and the gig economy. And the workforce just looks very different than it used to. And one of the things that we talk to with our investors uh, on, a high, on a high basis is, what does talent attraction look like in today's day and age? And that's the reason why I brought you all here together, because I, I really feel like the program that we're going to be talking about really is a way that we can help boost talent attraction in our community. So today we're talking about the Home Sweet Home Menominee program. Um, and I have the experts here to talk about it. Right, guys? You're all the experts. I'm getting smiles around the table. I don't think I'm an expert, <laughs> but I have experts on both sides of me with John <laughs> and, and Lowell here. Uh, you know, Home Sweet Menominee has been a collaboration with the city of Menominee, the local businesses, the school district and others to uh, to pull something together that's a little bit uh, new and different and uh, when uh, and you mentioned talent attra talent attraction and workforce development uh, that's one of the main uh, questions I get asked as the mayor um, you know what do you have for us as far as housing and workforce and and when we're going to put a, a new plant in Menominee in the industrial park and we need 150 employees you know where do we send them to and how do we get them housing and so forth so um, this program allows us to do something a little different and uh, pretty cool so uh, so far it's uh, met with a lot of great success and uh, with that I'll let uh, you elaborate on on the story of Home Sweet Menominee. So John Lowell what is Home Sweet Home Menominee? Just an overview. Uh, Home Sweet Menominee was created about four and a half years ago, back in, I think, 2018. Um, we had a group got together, including the Community Foundation, and patterned after a program out of Wausau, Marathon County. We looked at what they were doing and came up with the concept of providing a $10,000 down payment assistance program for those interested in buying, that could buy a home in the city of Menominee. Uh, we did go out to the business community and solicit funding. At that point, it was larger amounts of funding that were being requested. And, and again, we did get, I believe, about 15 participating companies, including the Andersons and uh, uh, the school district, et cetera, to seed the program. The city also put in $100,000. I believe we had maybe uh, $350,000 to start in the seed the program. 
And over the last four and a half years, even through the pandemic, we have uh, succeeded in, in pushing out about 50 loans to the community, to those, or those individuals that were employed by the participating entities. A lot of the financial institutions also were in, in part of that startup of the program. So it's been a great rollout. We've put about a half million dollars out there because the dollars do revolve back to the city or through the program and are pushed back out. We have similar programs for low-income housing programs in the city as well, but this is a little different. It's uh, $10,000 towards the down payment assistance on a home. You repay it over uh, nine, over 10 years, and if you do improvements that you verify to the home, new siding, new roofs, new decks, etc., cetera, uh, at that point the last year is forgiven on the repayment. So uh, that's kind of the how the program came out of the box, came out of the chute, so to speak. And uh, and now we're in the, the middle of looking, making a few changes just because we got through the first first go round here and we're trying to get more participating members in the community. So having this this outlet to uh, talk about the program is a good thing this morning. Yeah, it's it, and it's such a fun program when, and we, we've referred out, gosh, nearly 20 times already um, in 2022 alone, as people are talking about coming to the community and the employers that are involved, the partners. So how did this come about? Like, what did the inception look like? Were there just conversations about, gee golly, it'd be great to partner with businesses in the community and give people a place to live? Like, what were those, what were those inception conversations like? I think Lowell can answer this one the best. Uh, Lowell, uh, I know you worked with Dan Osterman and, uh, and, and a few of the bankers around Menominee and, and this kind of as a conversation piece came up and I think uh, Lowell and a few others uh, kind of took it by the antlers and uh, steered it forward so Lowell what do you what's your take on that well I think you said that about right I think Georgina also from the Community Foundation was a big promoter she was her and Dan went to Wausau gathered information came back and kind of created a skeleton of an idea and then we created a committee that included some business people and some of the planners from Cedar that no longer there they've retired and moved on but we we work together to uh, I, th- I think create a successful program that is uh, promote out the community we can you can link in on the community foundation website to to the toolkit if you want to look at it and see the member employers and the city has a link as well on its website but again we've been probably to the point of being too successful with the initial rollout now we're at the point where we're going to need some more money because we basically as, as said we did about We've done about 50 loan closings, and with a, you know, not a, only 15 businesses, partners, member partners. So if we we increase that, we're probably looking at a lot more um, dollars that are needed in the program. So uh, under John's leadership now, we've we've kind of moved on to a different funding model, and maybe and John wants to talk about that a little bit. Well, John, let me ask you real quick, John Craning, uh, Synergy. Um, you know, you do. Uh, you know, family planning and so forth and so on with your firm. So how does this fit in? I mean, do you have to have a, a house in the city of Menominee or can you build one anywhere you want or buy one? Or maybe you can answer the question uh, for the listeners out there that, uh, you know, how the program really is fun- fundamentally works for people that are interested in in, uh, in this. Yeah, thanks, Mayor. It's um, a great question. At, at this point, it is city of Menominee. Uh, as far as someone coming in and buying a house to be eligible for this. And also the employer has to be a participating member of it. Uh, Currently there are 21 
businesses that are participating. And uh, if you're going to be moving in, you're welcome to ask your employer or check out the website. They are all listed. Uh, if you're interested and your employer's not, you're welcome to, to nudge them to join the program uh, to, to allow yourself. But, uh, but yeah, we've been looking at, I'm guessing, probably the last six-plus months of really kind of going around and seeing how can we continue to have this program be successful and you know, looking at the original funding, how we did it. We didn't think that was potentially sustainable going forward. So we're looking at rolling out some revamped uh, pricing to be able to be a partner in this program. Um, and we're, we'll be going some more in depth on some of that too. Uh, we'll have business after hours on November 14th coming up. It's going to be at, uh, at City Hall, the City Council Chambers. And um, be talking some more there. But yeah, we've, we've tried to, to simplify the structure and um, you know worked with uh, the chamber a little bit too to get some ideas of different things and uh, look at maybe doing more on the employee per business level of what does that look like where they're at to, based on the number of employees have some skin in the game from that perspective and and hopefully allow more of their employees to be able to participate uh, long term. Okay, John, that being said, uh, Mayor Kanak here again. John, that being said, so in other words, um, anybody that wants to participate in this um, for their employees has to be a player in the program as as far as owning a business, uh, Anderson Windows, uh, Cardinal Glass, the school district, et cetera. For. So that being the case, um, if a industry or a business wants to come into this program um, and they have a, a few employees versus many employees, uh, their model for structure for pricing is different, evidently, for um, for each of those levels. Who, do the, who does the business reach out and contact if, if they need to? Uh, if, if they're looking to be a partner, um, they could reach out to the city, uh, Georgina at the Community Foundation. Uh, they, they set up a lot of that. Um, but, I mean, either one would be able to direct probably back to Georgina and kind of get them going in the program. Uh, to become a partner and then allow their employees to be eligible for that benefit. And really, that's what I see it as. Like, first off, I love that you use the word partner when you're talking about the businesses that are, are partnering with this, because really it is a partnership program. Um, you know, and you're, you're both looking at that involvement. And it's, it is an employee benefit. And, and we need to look at it that way. So when businesses are looking at partnering with this program, essentially they are investing in their workforce. They're using it as talent attraction. They're using it through, again, kind of recruitment and talent attraction is interchangeably used, but also the retention. Because once we get them here, we want them to be here for for the length at least of that, that loan. Um, even longer, we want them to stay in the community. So I love that you use that language because I think it really, it, it leans into this as an investment. And, and ultimately, um, Lowell and Randy, it's, it's an investment in our community too. Well, I think you're actually right. Uh, absolutely, uh, Ashley. You know, when people come here and work, um, they have a, a, a bigger part in the community if they live in the community. So if they work, play and live in the community, um, you know, it's better for everybody. It's better for the employer. It's better for the city of Menominee. It's better for, um, you know, the school district, of course. So I think uh, it's a great program and, and being a part of the community, uh, Menominee's uh, an amazing community. We have so many attributes here in Menominee that are second to none uh, throughout the entire country. And, and Lowell's been here a long time. Um, 
and Lola, what's your real bottom take on Home Sweet Menominee? Well, one one thing in the program, it doesn't ask you what your income levels are. I was just going to ask that. Okay. It's it's just that your employer is a participating member, and it can be the CEO or it can be somebody that's on working on the floor of, of a of a local business. So that doesn't matter, and we've helped both. So and and it's a very short, quick form to fill out, and it's based on I think getting approval through your local lender. What can be anybody? It doesn't have to be a participating member to be to to take part in the program through a lender. And short and sweet, if you get approved there, we're going to be in for the ten thousand dollars if we have it. So again, funds are getting a little low right now. We probably have three or four the ability to fund yet this year, but that's that's why we're looking at the model and trying to get more participation in the community, which benefits everybody to retain that workforce housing. So basically, it's a stopgap lending, a 0% interest loan for uh, however many years it takes to... Um, but how many people don't have that $10,000 down or that $10,000 to add to the loan? To it? So basically, it acts as a stopgap financing for people that are trying to get a loan for a house in the city of Menominee. Um, that being said... Uh, how many young people do you know out there, or how many folks, I should say, uh, are willing to buy a house but yet not commit, but this program actually helps them uh, get a, uh, a foothold, you might say, on the loan process? So that being said, Ashley, mm -hmm. would, would you recommend this program to anybody visiting Menominee and, and looking to stay here for a lifetime? Yeah, you know, I think that's such a great question, Mr. Mayor, because we we focus on on obviously both ends, the people who are here and supporting the businesses, and then we're also constantly putting an eye to bringing visitors in. And, you know, selfishly, we want them to stay. We want them to come back. We want them to visit again. We want to make our community so attractive that they're, they're just dying to live here, right? Um, and they, they see the charm of downtown and business and industry here is booming and, and there are lots of opportunities. So I think that that's one area that, you know, we're, we could be ultimately looking at a way that we could be promoting this outside of the area to try to draw people in as well and, and partnering in that aspect. And we see some business crossover, right? 3M has plants in other places, ConAgra Brands, the Andersons, you know, they have locations in those other places, but how can we expand it even more? Um, you know, and, and I don't know if you guys have talked about those types of strategies, but it's something that that I would encourage you to have a conversation about if you haven't already, but you're promoting it here in the community, but also, you know, come, come work at these great places, live at this place. It, it could be talent attraction statewide or regional, um, Midwest, right? Everybody wants to live in the Midwest and have casseroles and the 20 minute goodbyes. Um, but yeah, I, I think you're on to something there because when we're bringing visitors here and we want them to come back, we want them to stay. If they recognize that that's an added value that they could work at one of these partner businesses, everybody wins. I agree. Everybody, everybody wins. wins. Exactly right. Um, you know, so often people come to Menominee and I tour them around the industrial park and the tech park and I take them around to Stout Campus, which is amazing. The, and the different areas are, you know, the Mabel Tainer Theater and the downtown, historic downtown Menominee and, and um, all, that, all that we have going on here in Menominee is, is really a quality of life issue. 
and it, and it, what what better place than uh, Western Wisconsin for to raise your children and have quality of life? And there's just such exciting things happening here all the time. Well, you make it exciting. <laughs> you being the CEO of the oh, chamber. Oh, we try. We try. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Randy. Um, so one of the questions that we get, are there any limitations on how many people can participate in the program from a partner business? So if you have a business that's investing in this program, they've become a partner, is it segmented to, let's say they have a staff of 600, can only one person participate, or is it just open as funding allows? Uh, no, the... They could technically have all 600 participate if funding allows, which at this point it wouldn't. But, um, but yeah, there's there's no limitations, and I mean that's one of the reasons that we thought of the partnership levels being broken down based on the level of employees that they have. Obviously, if you have 600 employees, you should probably have a little bit higher partner level than those that have six employees, uh, and it also wouldn't be as affordable for the six-employee business at the other level. So. So that's a great question. That at this point, yeah, there are no limitations other than the amount of funding that we have available uh, for those employees. You know, interestingly enough, this is low that we've done all those loans over the years, and yet the housing market's been very tight. Yeah. So the word has gotten out there, and I think the lenders have done a good job, the realtors, in making people aware of it and saying, like John said earlier, go bug your go bug your employer if you want to be be able to get in on this. So, so the dynamics of the last four years haven't really impacted the viability of the program. And again, I think we're really looking to expand on that and, and move it forward to the, to the next phase, which would be an annual contribution is what we're looking at, but at a much lower level. So again, to get some of the other, um, more of the businesses participating and making it available to more of their employees. I'd like to know who came up with the, word, the name of, the, of it, uh, Home Sweet Menominee. How much better than that? I mean, did you come up with that name, Lowell? Well, I'd like to take credit, but I believe Mr. Dan Osterman did that, so right. I think he did. Well, to Dan Osterman's credit, I hope you're listening to the podcast, uh, Dan, and doing well out there. Uh, we miss you here in Menominee um, because Menominee really is home sweet, and home sweet Menominee is a great program. And again, Dan was one of the original movers and shakers, lack of a better word, behind it. The Greater Menominee Development Corporation also contributed significantly to this program besides the, the city and, and school district, which were the three biggest contributors, I believe, at this point. Uh, so hats off to that group, too. And, and again, there are local business leaders who understand the need for workforce recruitment and retention and thought this would be a good program to help, uh, again, seed, seed this program as a, as a way to do that. So it sounds like there have just been a lot of parties involved since, since this program started. Can you talk with us about the importance of having a diverse genetic makeup of the committee and the parties that you go to for information? Um, you know, when you're leaning in saying, you know, we'd like to run this beta test and change something, or we had this learning lesson and we'd like to shift the program this way. You have a pretty diverse committee. I attended a committee meeting a few weeks ago um, to, to where you are including the business leaders um, at Realtors. Uh, large employers in the community. Can you talk with us about what that genetic make makeup looks like for the decision makers? It's a great question. Uh, I think it helps get the different perspectives. Right, you have the the small employers and the larger employers, and uh, one getting the word out to their employees. You know what's working for them. What's some feedback of what we can do better to get it out in the community and uh, to help those employers 
know their let their employees know that. Um, but and I think even beyond that is continue to get that feedback, and I think that's where we've come to this point with the new model, right? With with your help with some some op- observations and uh, listening to the different people on the committee and the board, come up with a, a structure that seems sustainable long term, uh, but also not too far out there that it's going to, you know, ostracize certain businesses and think that they can't participate. And just maybe to piggyback on that, we'd be remiss, I think, if we didn't indicate, we'd be remiss if we didn't recognize the people at uh, Caesar Corporation, Renee and Lynn, they're, they're kind of like the boots on the ground and, and can make these recommendations to us and, and some what's working and what's not, like John referenced. The other thing is that the staff at City Hall does most of the, they write the checks, they, they mail them out, they're doing the, um, taking in the, the deposits for the loan repayments and doing all that processing. And um, they were asked to do it and they willingly did it. And, and so they've been a very good partner or their helper. That's not a good term, but they've been very willing to assist in, in getting this moving forward. Yeah. yeah, I don't think there's been any stick in the muds. I think everybody's been pretty positive and moving this forward. I mean, Home Sweet Menominee, when you think about it, um, you know, for the ability to to say, hey, uh, I want to work here, and Mr. Employer, by the way, I understand you guys are a participant in Home Sweet Menominee. Is there any way that you could help me, uh, you know, establish a home in Menominee and and bring my family here to Menominee? And and what a great thing! What a uh, for the for the um, for not only the city of Menominee uh, to gain residents, but also for the employer to have a employee that's solid in the community. Uh, and then when you're in solid in the community, you become a, a member of the Lions, the Rotary, and all these other civic organizations. Um, it's a win-win for everybody. And I, I just can't uh, thank all the people and all the participants enough um, for putting Home Sweet Menominee together and, and being a participant. Uh, it's, it's, it's been a great program and hopefully continue to be a great program. And, and I don't know if that was clear or not, but it's not just for existing homes. It could be for a new home. Oh, okay. So you can use it to, to help with, you know, the down payment on, on, a, on a new home. The problem in Menominee has been we don't have a lot of lots to develop. We've been working with a couple developers over the past few years, again, but with the changes in the conditions in the marketplace out there and costs that are associated with that they haven't pulled the trigger yet to move forward and start developing some of the the areas that have been approved by the city council so we'll be working with them in the future to see if we can make that a reality and again then we have some other additional uh, locations that could be could be used this program could be used at it's so interesting that you you say that lol because my husband and i were just joking about this i think last week the price of a two by four sure isn't what it used to be <laughs> i don't even know because i I'm oh. not gonna, i just i'd hurt myself so my goodness construction prices i i mean but you have to do what you have to do with supply chain and the cost of things mm-hmm. well that's absolutely true um, i know we've got a couple of housing developments that are looking at the development itself and wondering when the prices of lumber and building materials are going to come down so it's more affordable for them to proceed forward with their developments yeah 
So it's a strange world out there. It is such a strange world. And I'm, I'm just so thrilled to hear that this didn't lose momentum during the, the height of the pandemic because we saw this crazy housing market take place, right? John, I know that you can speak to this, um, but we saw just this insane housing market where people were listing their homes and they were getting top dollar for their homes, right? Interest rates were low. And now we're starting to see the price of homes come a little bit back down and interest rates increasing. So it's just been this kind of, weird influx and John and I know we've talked about like price of land and different things. You're a financial planner. How do you envision a program like this making home owning achievable for people here in the community? Yeah, it has been a crazy, <laughs> crazy few years. And I know even just talking to clients where they'd go and uh, do an open house and the realtor says, well, if you uh, would like this, you'll probably have to put an offer in today and be at least $30,000 above asking price, which blows your mind away sometimes. And so, yes, with interest rates rising, uh, some of that is coming down. You know, houses are staying on the market longer than 30 seconds, uh, which is which is nice for people looking for homes. But, but I think, you know, something like this allows people to potentially purchase a home sooner, right? Uh, you know, saving up for your down payment and, uh, you know, not to have to save quite as much and then pay that back a little bit over time. Uh, or depending on, on what you need in the house, right? Lowell mentioned doing some rehab to the house and different things that may allow you to, if you are, have your down payment saved, now you have a little bit extra cash to do some of those improvements to the home, increase your overall value long-term, and then on the back end, even save a little bit money on your repayment. Which is huge for people, right? And I think it makes it much more achievable for folks who, who potentially, um, you know, maybe the home of their dreams comes up and they weren't planning on purchasing right now or, or they're really looking at being a homeowner versus a, a renter per se. But what what's the housing market like here in the city? Um, obviously, I, I'm asking folks who aren't realtors and we hear that there are less houses and less houses available, but you talked a little bit about development in the city. Isn't something that you can necessarily just go out and do by the masses. There's limited availability on properties in the city limits, correct? Well, that's cool. Uh, that's true. Um, part of the thing that I look at as the mayor is, um, you know, what do we have for housing stock? What do we have for affordable housing? Yeah. Uh, I know that when developers come, they want to be able to duplex a fourplex, eightplex, twelveplex, and rent out the space, which is great for uh, a person that's in transition between, um, you know, buying a house and, and living in a rental. Um, but it also uh, is a little bit tough on on my perspective, I think, of, of affordability and affordable housing because I always look at it like, okay, if we can have affordable housing someday down the road that you can actually have some equity in your purchase. So in other words, instead of paying rent every month uh, and you're living month to month or, or you know, under contract, wouldn't it be nice? Um, and, and here's a program that gives you $10,000 interest-free I mean, interest-free. When you talk about interest and interest rates, you know, interest going up, $10,000 interest-free is a great start, and, 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 and what a gap filler. So. And, and that old phrase, nothing's ever free. Well, this is free. This is, this is free this money that free. is available to use. To use. Yeah, interest-free. I mean, yes, you're paying it back, but essentially it's opening up just opportunity for you. Right. Huge opening. It really is making so. a difference. Correct, and then it gets revolved out to the next party. So it's a win-win for more than just the first person that comes along. Um, I want to give the mayor, you know, 
I had not here and that he's been working really hard to try and find some affordable housing in the community and he has ideas and then Lowell says well I don't know if that's going to quite work but we keep trying anyway and, and he's working on a new one that probably has some um, horsepower staying power so to speak that maybe can move forward here over the next year again the one thing what what does affordable mean oh it, yeah it, there's not such a thing as a I'm I What's affordable that? is different to everybody, but it's $160,000 affordable. And listening to builders and, and developers talk, even apartments now are pretty much new build or $240,000, and that probably is not affordable. No, to me, affordability, well, for me, I'd have to sleep in a tent because that would be affordable. <laughs> I thought you wanted a yurt. Is this oh, clamping? A yurt, a yurt, yeah, clamping. <laughs> My wife oh. and I disagree on, on uh, what affordability is, you know. Um, but I think the general public, you know, anybody that has a, you know, a, a very good job, you know, a, a, a large portion of that goes to housing. So affordability for one person could be, uh, you know, a $500 a month payment. To the next, it could be a $2,000 a month payment. And I think if we could fill all those gaps so that we can assist those that um, the affordability level is less and also those nicer houses within Menominee that is um, what uh, somebody in the CEO uh, position or something along those lines could afford, then I think we've done it. But until we can fill all the gaps from um, uh, less expensive to the upper echelon, uh, I think we've got a, a long ways to go. But we're working on it, and Home Sweet Menominee is definitely a a part of that uh, that does help out those individuals. And I think that that's the thing that that people may not recognize is housing is housing and workforce. I feel like I'm in so many city meetings and, and we cross so many paths. It's an everyday conversation. It is always top of mind. Constituents are always reaching out to, to City Hall and others talking about housing and workforce. And the two are so directly correlated. And I, I feel like sometimes the general population uh, and even even folks who work in it every day, it just becomes the inertia of, yeah, it's just there. We don't think about it, but it's an everyday conversation in the city life. Well, and I agree. And if you own your house, you add stability to, to Menominee, to your family, to your workforce. So I think owning a house is, is, a, is a, a great ingredient for success. And that's where Home Sweet Menominee really plays a big part of it. So where do you see the longevity of the program? So is this something, have you, have you had conversations? Obviously funding is, um, is direct in that decision on how long does this program stay around, but have you had conversations about expanding the program? Obviously you're making some changes. You've been in the program now for what, four years? So there's been probably some learning lessons, but what do you envision as the longevity of the program? Well, I think longevity, as I said, is it's a revolving program. so. We're probably going to generate five or six loans per year just out of the, the monies that come back in monthly. Again, we've estimated under the current or under the new structure that those participating, give or take, if they would all come in again, we're another $50,000 plus that would come into the program. And then if we reach out and get some more, who, who knows how far that, that can take us. But hopefully it's a, a long-term program. We've been revolving money for the low and moderate income program for years that can go out to help housing um, uh, rehabilitate the older housing stock in the community. So I would see this going on for a long time. And maybe John wants to touch on, I know there's been some brief discussions about going to the county, seeing it, how they could be a player in this as well. 
Yeah, no, it's, thanks, Lowell. Uh, yeah, we've we've had some discussions, and uh, hopefully we'll continue to develop that partnership and some of its logistics of figuring out how it would all work. Uh, but, but the long-term goal would be able to partner with the county as well and be able to expand it beyond just the, the city limits because we understand some people don't live just in the city. Uh, at this point, we haven't been able to quite work that out, but that's maybe a long-term goal to continue to expand the program even farther than it's already reaching at this point. So last burning question, we're kind of tying down on our, uh, dying down on our time here. One of the questions that we get that I guess I've never asked you before is obviously the community foundation is involved in this. If a business partner buys in, is that a charitable contribution? It's not, correct? Yes, I believe it. If the is money, it? yes, if the money goes to the foundation, it is a charitable contribution that they can do with. But for like the home sweet home Menominee program, though, when a business partners with that, let's say they invest in the in the sponsor level or the partner level, that that's not a charitable contribution. I'm asking the tough question. I think it. I thought it was given that it was going yeah. to the community foundation. Is it so yes. the funds come in and they they funnel through the community foundation correct and then the city essentially okay i think it would be yeah. charitable because the, the once the funds are given the organization that gives those funds do, does not get them back they're used as a um, recycling uh in in the program itself yeah if they gave it to the city it would not be tax deductible but utilizing the, the community, community foundation as a conduit allows it to be so that's, that's even more push for businesses to partner with this then because that really is a, a tax benefit to them. Correct. Wow, okay. No, that's fantastic. I, I Well, I think anybody, I don't, you know, to be a participant if you're a business, that's wonderful for your employees. But I think oh, anybody absolutely. wanted to participate uh, and put money towards Home Sweet Menominee, uh, you know, as, as a charitable cause, I think the community foundation would be a good outreach and say, hey, you know what, I've got extra funding and I'd like to support Home Sweet Menominee, so here you go. Here's a check for $2 million or whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> Just a drop in the bucket. Right. Just a drop in the bucket. No. So um, obviously we're, we're wrapping up our time here, um, but I definitely appreciate your time today, some ins and outs of the programs. Um, again, as John mentioned earlier, on November 14th, Business After Hours at City Hall, we're going to be talking about meet uh, home, sweet home, home, sweet home Menominee? What's home sweet home? Menominee. Home sweet Menominee. I get that wrong every time. I, I envision the doormat, right, of home sweet home. Um, home sweet Menominee. We're going to be talking more about that. We will actually have parties on site um, who can explain the program more to you. If they're interested in becoming a business sponsor or partner, um, how, again, how do they contact you? Uh, they should go through the community foundation. Uh, they just go to their website, and there's a link to the program that's on there. Otherwise, they can reach out to uh, um, City Hall, 232-2221, if you want to try to get a hold of us there. And uh, at Business After Hours, we are hosting in the old county boardroom, which is now the city council chambers, if somebody hasn't been there. And also, all of our offices are now on first floor of City Hall. The city Menominee offices have moved down to first floor, so probably be staff around that can give you some tours and point you in the right direction when you need something or to go in the future so so thank you for having us today Ashley. absolutely yeah. thank you Ashley. Thanks, Ashley. 
happy to promote the program. Um, on the next episode of Chamber Chatter, we will be talking again with Mr. Mayor um, Randy Kanak, as well as Tammy Simon, our tourism manager. And we're going to be talking about all things festive that are going to be happening here in the Menominee community around the holidays. We have some great things happening down in Wakanda Park and Wolski Bay, um, all kinds of fun things. So we want to keep you in tune to how you and your family can participate in Menominee in a festive manner. So thank you so much for tuning into Chamber Chatter. We'll see you next time.